<laughs> makes me uneasy. <laughs> Hello, I'm just about to clap really loudly in front of the mic. Rest in peace, headphone listeners. Yeah. Um, yes, welcome back to episode three of Christmas at Penbody. You didn't say we're on classical or anything, did you? You just said hello. This is on classical and it's a Christmas special. I might have said it and forgotten. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? It just happened. Um, yes, um, I probably should have discussed this before we were recording. When am I releasing this? Maybe I'll release it on Christmas Day. Merry Christmas, unless you're on Patreon, and then Happy Christmas Eve. Are you saying let's release it on Christmas Eve? Because if you're whispering, let's tell everybody. <laughs> just laughs uncomfortably. No, I've decided you get this if you're on Patreon on Christmas Eve and you get it everywhere else Christmas Day. I've decided I'm the one who's uploading. <laughs> yeah, all right, we're doing it that then. Well, lucky for you, this is the Christmas episode. Now, there's a bit more build-up we have to do oh, to get Marcia, to Christmas. And this is very clean and not messy and all over the look, place at we're, all. We're very, it's getting... Look, guys... Every episode, it gets a little bit nearer Christmas. Today's the 21st when we're recording. And every every episode, we get a little bit more sleepy, a little bit more excited, a little bit fuller, and a little bit drunker. So. <laughs> and a little bit more full of cheese. Yeah, well, mm. that was the fuller. Yeah, it was fuller, but the cheese is important. Anyway. Anyway. Episode three. Wish I was drunk. I feel, like I should, I feel like we should do a drinking game episode one time. Okay, yeah, okay. Maybe yeah. we'll do that next episode. Yeah, maybe for New Year's. Seeing as we might all be staying. In the future, you might know. Are we going to be on lock, in lockdown on the 27th? I like how you're asking me. Like, no, I'm, you're the only one to look at. <laughs> <laughs> Why have you inherited that from You could look at the mic. All right, Mike, do you know if we're going to be on lockdown on the 27th? Listeners, do you know? <laughs> Tell me if you know. Um, I was going to say we can do a drinking game for um, New Year's Eve. Uh, we can still do it remotely. Uh, mm. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Right. Episode three. <clears throat> Episode three. So. It's nearly Christmas. Um, so we left off last week when... Um, Baby Jesus was born to Mary Joseph, um, but we need to pop up back to Camp Camp Camberley. <laughs> it's because of oh, Camberley and Catch were written next to each other, so that just became a vibe. Yeah, so we need to pop back to Camp. <laughs> Are you having a stroke? Maybe having a drinking episode is not a good idea. We're gonna pop back to Pemberley to catch up with everyone else. I got a bit too drunk when we did the Halloween special. Of- not this year, last year. Um, and there was definitely a point of like, when we did the Edgar Allan Poe one, I was like, I have completely lost my way. <laughs> uh, funny. <laughs> funny, fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, people, like professional comics do drinking episodes mm. and have drinks. And as we are know, they, we're very professional. Are they just capable of like handling their drink? <gasps> Maybe it's like watered down. Fakers. Yeah, they, I saw a thing about this on the Kardashians when they like get drunk in episodes yeah. and you know like go off on one. It's just like sparkling water instead of champagne. Assholes. Liars. Liars. You're liars. a phony. You're a phony. You sit on the throne of lies. You sit on the throne of lies. Excellent. Anyway, so it's a few days before Christmas, um, and after Edward and who is Darcy's cousin, yes, um, who is vibing Georgiana and Georgiana's vibing oh, him. Yeah. And he was like, it's so wrong because she's like half my age, but it's so right. It's disgusting. Is he also the one that's a vicar? He's not the vicar. Mr. Oh, that's Winkler is the vicar. And <laughs> Sorry, he's how can I forget like that? Kitty. Right, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. with you. Um, so him and his fellow um, civilian, um, civil warriors um, arrived. Edward organised a pond in Darcy's grounds to be filled with water in order for it to freeze over for them to skate Is the pond not already filled with water? <laughs> it's this whole thing, right? I can't remember. They call it the bird bath and it's basically a hollowed out pool. Right. right. So it's empty, but you can obviously fill it. Yeah. And it was literally designed for this purpose and it hasn't been used in like years, but it's like Georgiana's favourite thing ever. So like Edward's like, let's do that for her as a Christmas present. That's present. like a fucking lot of effort. Where are they getting the water from? Right. You know what? They, it's all the men are doing it. And Manville, the American who no one's like, he's sort of like, this is boring. <laughs> yeah, literally. I mean, are they siphoning? Are there buckets? I don't know why I'm getting caught up and wasting time on this. I'm not but... really sure, to be honest. Like I say, they spend a lot our of time dad. explaining the the, um, the bird bath. Oh, right. Our dad would have a lot of questions with this. He'd be like, oh they God. stole the water. Also, they get so into it being like, it's a, we need to fill a bird bath so people can skate. The bird bath? There's not going to be enough room in a bird bath. Oh, no, darling. It's all bird bath. Oh. It's like a fucking lake. And it's like... I bet you thought you were so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you'd had to fill a quota of lines. Just yeah. Because. Anyway. Um, so he does this for Georgiana and it's her favourite activity and she's very excited cute mm-hmm. um, Georgiana is very excited for us to freeze and enjoy some skating with sexy Edward mm-hmm. anyway, so the night before it's ready they all agree to oh, play some party sorry. games Your chimney made a noise for Christmas for 
Christmas. <laughs> You're early. <laughs> a little bit. Calm down, mate. Um, the night before it's ready, they all agree to play some party games. And Mr. Van Batmanville, do you remember last episode? Mr. Batmanville. <laughs> Batmanville. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember last episode, Mrs. Bennett spoke to him and was basically like, you should totally head on my daughter because oh, yeah. yeah. she doesn't know about Mr. Winkler's interest. And he mm-hmm. was like, no, she's no. <laughs> like, she's hot. Yeah. Um, so he asks, so he kind of like chats her up a bit at dinner and she's like, I'm not interested in mm-hmm. you. Um, you then, don't like tea. <laughs> yeah. Well, she, to be fair, she's quite polite, but she's kind of like noticing that he's he's obviously like turned his attention to her and he's quite forward. Mm-hmm. So she's you don't bit, like tea. Yeah. And so she's like, and it, also, he is just quite brash as well. So he kind of makes, mm-hmm. like, of the time, like, quite rude and inappropriate jokes. Suck so she's a bit like, Priya, the equivalent of being like, oh, it's your dick pic. So she's like, no, can you fuck off? <laughs> um, so anyway, after dinner, she's obviously a bit like, can you fuck off, though? Yeah. Um, Mr. Winkler's been called away. So she's kind of, like, trying to see where Mr. Winkler's gone. And then the game's going out. I just say that with a straight face. <laughs> trying to see where Mr. Winkler's gone. And you're saying she's not crass. <laughs> <laughs> He's in my he's in my pants, sweetheart. <laughs> anyway, so Mr. Manville asks Kitty to be his partner in his smarmy way, and she's basically like, "Nah, fam, not fam." Yeah. Um, but being a problematic prick, he's like, "No, her no falls on deaf ears." Yeah. And he concludes that she is a feisty one, but literally gives zero fu- um shits to whether or not she's actually interested in him. Irrelevant. <laughs> um. So when he asks her to be his party game partner, she's like, um. No, fuck off. I'm yeah. going to go find Mr. Winkler. Yeah. At this moment, Mr. Um, Mr. Winkler's been summoned um, at, to, to have a talk with one of the servants, basically, because some old lady in one of the neighbouring houses is dying, and as the priest, it's his job Last to basically rights. go and bless her and yeah. all of that. Um, so he's kind of like setting off to go do that, and Kitty is in, wants finds out, and she was like, "Oh, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to be your wife." I should. Well, probably... I what moved independently of that one. <laughs> <laughs> These would be my duties. I'm trying not to look out for it. I'm like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do it. I think, that, I think one of them got tired. <laughs> I'm just going to chill for a minute. I'm just going to keep looking at the screen. Um, so she's getting quite frantic to get away. Um, and okay, wait, remind me, Kitty for Winkle. Kitty for Winkle. Yeah. Um, to go follow him. Yeah. And Mr. Manville's like, no, stay and dance with be my partner. And um, Mrs. Bennett comes home. She's like, now, now, Kitty, what's all this? What do you mean by refusing Mr. Manville? Demands Mrs. Bennett. Luckily, Mr. Bennett, who's been informed about Mr. Winkler and Kitty's secret relationship... Who fucking informed him? Mr. Winkler. No. He was basically like, look, I've asked your daughter. She's game. You're game. And he's like, no, I'm game. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. So they're all game. Yeah. But because Mr. Bennett's prick, he doesn't think that might be a worthwhile thing to tell his wife. Oh, um, he has no respect for his he wife. He has no fucking respect for her. So yeah. rude. So then now he's being like, oh, you're so silly trying to set her up with Manville. And it's like, well, why wouldn't I? Yeah, literally. When people are like, don't you know this? You're like, no, how would I fucking know that? Because you never told me. Oh, well, if you know that. Literally. <laughs> it's so annoying. So he still doesn't tell her at this point, but he's like, Go to Mr. Winkler, kitty. Go to your Winkle, kitty. Literally saying, thank you, Papa. Pussy needs her Winkle. Also, it's also manipulative as hell, because then mm. it makes, it's making him him more likeable in Kitty's yeah, yeah. eyes, whereas she's like, oh, mom's being a twat. And mm. she's like, no, mom's, your mom's trying to help you. She just doesn't know your the full story. Your mom's trying to save you. Yeah, like she just doesn't know the full picture. Mm. So anyway, Mr. Ben annoys me. Mm. Um, so Mr. Winkle um, tells her that this is going to be quite sad and gruelling of an experience, as the old lady has family and who will be very sad, but Kitty says she'll bring some drawing things to keep the children occupied. Oh, you're saying, it's all right, Like, kind of a somber mood here, yeah. Kitty. Do you like my picture of Butterfly? I do like Butterfly. Um, so off they go, and Kitty teaches the children to draw on paper, which they've never done before. What have you been drawing on? Like, just in the dirt and stuff. <laughs> they're very poor. Um, so she shows them how to draw, and she's, like, asking them about their grandma, and they're like, oh, she always wanted a lovely dress, our ma, our ma, our grandma, me. Um, and she's like, okay, well, let's design her the most beautiful dress. And so she draws the picture, and they're like, add some lace. Oh, do that. And, like, you know, she helps them 
design a lovely picture mm. and then they go in give their grandma a last cuddle show her the lovely pictures they've drawn and she's and she like she goes fucking shit absolutely <laughs> shit I'm gonna die now depressed because of you I hope death is close better than the shit all better than the shit all than your shitty drawing <laughs> well you said good paper could have sold it could have sold it um, yeah no they're, they're all very happy um, it's very sad Kitty is trying to be strong but she has a cry on when, and Winkler gives her a cuddle Sexy. So, how was your first date? Well, we watched an old lady die. I mean, it's a story, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> it's a bit of a conversation killer. Like. <laughs> conversation killer or conversation starter? Depends how you say it. Yeah, you spin it like mm. um, we watched an old lady die. We didn't kill her. <laughs> it's Someone like the... I know got told they were weird because on their day off they went to a funeral and they were like, we didn't what do kill you... them? I didn't... I knew them. It's not like I waited. It's not like I searched funerals out. Why was that weird? I think. I get the vibe that they were trying to like sort out a time for the next day. And he was like, oh, can we meet up this weekend? And she's like, sorry, I'm working. And he was like, oh, any days off during the week? And she was like, one, but I've got a funeral to go to. Like, you're weird. You work weekends and you go to funerals on your day, days off. I mean. You're weird. You're weird. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, obviously, ideally, you'd like try and get a day out of work for it. Sure. Yeah. But. Everyone has that luxury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're weird. I think that's weird. Yeah. Like bougie. Yeah. Just pain in the ass. Shoot, little boy. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Literally. Anyway, so they head back home, leaving the family to grieve. Um, and Winkler thanks her for her support and tells her that she was absolutely brilliant and supporting mm. the children and everything. When they get back to Pembley, it's past one in the morning. So they slip in through the kitchen and snook up to bed. Snookity snook. But. Before they get there, it's very cold. satisfying. But. Well, I can't do it again. But. <laughs> I can't do it. I made a proper little pop. You can't do it when there's any tension in your face and you're smiling. <laughs> I can't do it. I feel like we need to, if we ever get more Patreons, hint, 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 hint. Um, we'll set up like a camera when we record and then we can like film Marsha's expression while she tries to relax her face to make fart noises into the microphone. It's a very satisfying pop. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this is a very professional podcast. We work very hard. So before they get there, Kitty's sort of thinking about all oh, a hot cup of tea we're getting because she's cold. Yeah, yeah, but then they're like, oh, shit, someone's gone to bed. Guess we'll just go to bed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking tits. That's in something. Oh, I think it's in Bridgerton. They get home and all the servants have gone to bed and they're like, shall we make a hot milk? And they're like, oh, yes, that sounds lovely. And they get down to the cook like, well, how do you do it? You're the oldest. I don't know. You're a woman. And they're like, Cold milk, cold milk, cold milk. Imagine not being able to fucking make yourself a cup of tea. Like, I don't know how old Winkler is, but Kitty's like 19 or something. Winkler's obviously older. Yeah, like. you all need to get a fucking grit. Yeah, I mean, like. I think Mr. Winkler can make a cup of tea. Mm. I mean, Kitty can make a cup of tea. They're just being weird. Weirdos. Because, I mean, I guess it's in Pembley and they're... Maybe, they maybe they're super tired. Like, oh, we'll have a nice cup of tea. Oh, we've got to make it. You're not a fucking soup. So rather just go to, to bed. I was just thinking, like, they genuinely might not know where the kitchen is. <laughs> like, things just seem to appear here. Yeah, like, should, we, should we go to the kitchen? Where is it? It's like Hogwarts. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like where are they? God, that must be... I've never considered that about boarding school. Like, obviously, I haven't been in school for many a moon, and <laughs> I guess your eating is controlled there, but imagine not being able to go get a snack whenever you want. Yeah. Ma- no. In um, uh, the Enid Blyton book, like, The Naughtiest Schoolgirl or something. Which now sounds sexy. No, <laughs> problematic. Um, uh, there's like a thing like they all have to donate their pocket money and then sort of like agree what they want to spend it on. And they're like, and so maybe one week they'll agree they'll get a record and they can all enjoy it. I was like, I want fucking biscuits for the me. You want me to donate my pocket money so a fuckface can get a Justin Bieber record? <laughs> yeah. No. Hell no. No. Hell no. Like, and then but the- if we all save up and get something that everyone will enjoy. Okay, well, I'm going to save and buy myself chocolate and you mm. can watch me eat it. Yeah, like... Oh. There's a reason I don't have many friends. <laughs> and you can enjoy me not braining you. Yeah, like, I don't want you to get my records to play in the dormitory. I want, I don't, we don't have the same taste. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not quiet? saying mine's is better. I appreciate I have annoying weird taste. Mm. I like old stuff and musicals. Mm-hmm. And, as bad, and Taylor Swift. Obviously, because she's, she's amazing. Yeah, like, well, we all like Taylor Swift. Okay, fine, we can get one Taylor and Swift And it has TV. to be Taylor's version because we're supporting our fellow women. Yeah. God. Anyway. Sorry, so, I got so upset. Before they go to bed, in the darkened corridor, Winkler... A ghost! No. Oh. It's not a Christmas carol, Marshall. It's the last Christmas special. Go Winkler tells her how wonderful it was to work closely with Miss Catherine tonight, and she goes, oh, please, 
Call me Kitty. Um, and they turn. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Do they? Yeah. Lot. So it all kicks off. Him noticing how cold she is, and he slips his arms around her waist, pulling her towards him. He set the candle down and cupped her chin mm. in his palm. I promised to find an alternative way to warm you up, didn't I? Um, other than a cup of tea. Winkle. Um, and do you know of such a miracle? Kitty edged closer, and Winkler smiled secretly. So he didn't smile. How does one? I guess it's dark. Maybe he put his hand in front of his mouth and was like, "You don't know what I'm doing." It's like peekaboo when you don't know what expression's going to yeah. come out. Just like, are you smiling back there? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, it's secret. Mm. Um, he smiled secretly. I am warmer. Are you not, Miss Catherine? He said in a husky whisper. <laughs> Kitty's eyes lit with mischief. Perhaps if my if I hid my hands under here, they'd become warmer, she said, slipping her slipping up, slipping her hands under his jacket. But I've written slipping her underwear under his jacket. <laughs> Keep that for later, Miss. But that's not what happens. Yeah. That's that. I don't know, clearly, I was in a very dark place. Whatever. <laughs> Kinky place, and then she gives yeah. him his underwear. Nice. Um, she felt him shiver, and the power of it swelled Kitty's fanny heart, apparently. <clears throat> Winkler's hand tes- um, tested her vagina. <laughs> yeah. Rested oh. on her. You know when you're like, you've clearly written something else here. Well, what is it? It's like a code. <laughs> this is why you proofread your notes, kids. Mm. Um, Winkler's hand rested on her lower back, and he pulled her towards him. Miss Catherine, I would very much like to kiss you, if you'd permit it. <laughs> Kitty's eyes closed in, in anticipation as she raised her chin. Winkler's fingers held her in place and she could feel his breath warm her cheek as his head bent to taste her lips. Mmm, yummy. Stro- mmm, cherry flavour. I want to taste. <laughs> what is with you? <laughs> it's cherry flavour. I want to taste. His lips brushed hers gently, chastely at first. Then he said... Open for me, Catherine. Oh! <laughs> it was nothing more than a breath, but Kitty's lips parted and Winkler's mouth became more demanding. Oh. His lips pressed hard against hers as his tongue touched the soft tissue of her mouth. Ew! What? It's... So, sorry, if the tongue's not touching your tongue, it's going in your cheek or something. This is what I mean. Like, <laughs> I feel like, you know, she's like... She, she, the person who wrote this wants to use as many different words as possible. And it's becomes like weirdly scientific, like... Well, I've already used the word tongue. How else could I describe it? Soft tissue. Ew. Ew. So he, like, I don't know, shoved it in my... inside her lip. Or, like, the soft palate. Like... (laughs) (laughs) You know when, like, you tickle the roof of your mouth? (laughs) 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 It's projectiles onto it. Like, oh, you were sick. I don't know what the fuck you were doing. Like, kids out there, don't... Don't poke about someone else's soft palate with, the, with your tongue. tongue. It's not nice. It's meant to go there as a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, um, dentists can tell if you've been given head because your soft palate gets bruised. Apparently, it's really easy to bruise. So it doesn't even have to, like, it won't be sore or anything, but they can tell. I haven't given a blowjob in a very long time. <laughs> what does it look like? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, apparently that's a thing. Weird, right? Weird. I need to talk to a dentist. <laughs> But I'm just curious. I'm like, how long? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm literally doing like mental, like you're like that meme. networking. I'm working out like my connections. Like, I must know a dentist somewhere. I must know a dentist somewhere. You're like that meme with all the numbers around yeah. her, like looking confused. Yeah. I'm thinking about different like um, friendship circles. I'm like, she's going out with a number. That's an accountant. That's a doctor. Doctor might know. Doctor might know. Doctor might know. Doctor might know. Get the doctor here. Kitty's eyes closed in. Oh, yeah, we read that bit. His lips brushed hers. His lips pressed hard against hers as his tongue touched the soft tissue of her mouth. By instinct, Kitty's arms encircled his waist as she leaned into him. Finally, Winkler broke the the contact and gasped, You are a temptation indeed! Great. I hate that when they're like, you're tempting me. Like, I no, you're just turn on because I'm fit. Yeah, and it's like it's almost like you're temptress. Like know, again, it, it puts like all the responsibility on the woman. Like, oh, you seduced me. Also, like, I hate like, each other, the mate. idea of like you know his tongue demanded her mouth and all like you forcefully kissed her. And then he turns around like, it's you tempting me. Yeah, but it's <laughs> also, like such gross rapey language. And yeah. it's like, look, if someone like forcefully kissed me, I'll ne- punch him. I was gonna say neck him. But then they like that. <laughs> that's what they that's what they want. Yeah, but I mean like, you know, punch him in the neck. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Ow! 
Oh, sorry. Can you punch me in the neck? <laughs> I'm not sure you punched yourself. I hit my leg. Idiot. <laughs> anyway, so now um, flustered and clearly around, um, they bump into Mr. Bennett. Oh, no one wants to see their dad with a wide on. With you no. with the wide so he's like, hello. Down. And like quickly obviously jumps behind Kitty. Yeah. <laughs> um, awkward. Um, he'd waited up to make sure Kitty got home okay. Um, and he's just like very nice, sort of like clearly very tired. And like, kids want anything? Snacks? Calm no, down. you know, have you seen that picture when sort of like I had to get up for a wee in the middle of the night and my dog came with me and the dog's really towels all yeah. like half I'll come with you now. He's basically like that. It's quite sweet. Um, so she's like, bye, Mr. Winkler, and takes her dad to bed. Back with the Darcy's. Um, last episode, they delivered the wee baby. Um, and now they're finally heading back. She to takes bed. her dad to bed. Sorry, she putting her dad to bed. Well, they're going up the stairs together. Their bedrooms are both like up a staircase. They're just walking upstairs together. All right. Sounds naughty to me. <laughs> Sounds naughty. Um, anyway, um, so they're finally back on the road to Pemberley. Now, just a little bit of a fill in. Obviously, the um, Josephs have had their baby. Everything's brilliant, great. And uh, Elizabeth's like, how did you know to like do that resuscitation thing on the baby? And he's mm. like, well, that's what we had to do to Georgiana when she was born. She was very premature. And I learned these things. And it's like, gross. Weird. Sorry, I'm just imagining. So Darcy would have been a teenager. There's a premature baby. Someone's trying to resuscitate and teenage His Darcy dad, popping up. Like, what are we doing here then? His dad had to resusc- resuscitate Georgiana and he was apparently watching. It's weird. It's like Netflix, Later on, he tells um, Elizabeth that she reminds him of his mum, and it's apparently very sweet. It's not. One time. <laughs> so I broke my foot years ago, and um, going around in crowds on, like, crutches, so I can put any weight on it, get, gets real old real fast. So I was really extra and had a bit of a wheelchair. <laughs> Well, a whole wheelchair. Just a bit. This does not help much. Um, but yeah, we were out at the pub, and so we were like, oh, fuck it, let's just bring the wheelchair, because I had quite a long walk to get there. And um, uh, Ross was wheeling me around, and at the end of the evening, he was like, well, this is going to sound, like, um, really weird. But um, when my grandma was old and we used to take her out, we had to have her on a little wheelchair. And it was kind of like, nice. It sort of reminded me a bit like, oh, grandma. <laughs> it's just like, obviously, I've seen my grandma since she, de- since she died. Just had a bit like, since she did? Since she did. I just had a moment of like, oh. But obviously, you're not my grandma. I'm like, I want to fuck your grandma. <laughs> Got issues, man. Got issues, man. Got issues. So, yeah, comparing to mum, being compared to your granny. <laughs> <laughs> That's a vibe, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway. So their journey is pretty uneventful, unless you count Lizzie getting turned on when she learns that Darcy paid for the Josephs to stay in the inn for a few more nights and also left some money for um little baby. Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, he tells her all this while grasping. Unless they will grasp. I left them some money. And <laughs> um, they also have a long chat about their personal beliefs in God. It's very much all like, oh, we've never discussed our personal beliefs, haven't you? Like, you've been married two years. Have you never discussed your beliefs? I mean, that would be pretty much a first day thing for me. Like, do you believe in God? Yep, get out. <laughs> On your wee but a sunny gym. Like, look, it's not going to be a vibe. I'd leave. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's the thing. Um, it's very boring. Um, but they conclude piss... What is meant Brosnan. to be is meant to be. God is good. It doesn't matter that he oh, took our children, whatever. Mm. Um, back at Pemberley, the ice is set and the skating conditions are perfect. Yay! Everyone goes off in their little pairs of groups, like um, Anne and Edward's lieutenant, who is called Roman. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've they've been kind of vibing. And Anne is, Anne is Lady Catherine de Bourgh's daughter. Okay. She's the shy one who was meant to marry Darcy. Darcy, but no vibes. Yeah. Yeah. No vibes. And she's very shy. And this guy, Roman, kind of knew the family. He didn't know Anne, but he kind of knew, like the family um so he's sort of like chatting her up and stuff um and yeah it's kind of be a bit of a vibe mm. oh jane and bingley and caroline and manville are skating georgiana and edward um and mr winkler um and kitty so it's all very nice mm. um mrs bennett and mr bennett are having a little sit down watching it all and mr bennett tells mrs bennett finally that winkler's fancy and kitty and kitty is recruit we're reciprocating she's like oh okay i'll stop pushing mandel on turn he's like yeah so probably would have been useful to know that yesterday but like, how long have you known like a week of course you fucking have um so they're having a vibe and then kitty goes for a little sit down mr winkler comes over to ask her for a dance and then at that moment jane also goes to sit down because she's pregos so um mr bingley comes over and he's like oh i'm sorry to manville like can i have my sister like we, it's been years since we skated together you know being fair, very sweet yeah, fair and he's like yeah of course so they go off skating and so he like bombards himself on kitty like so yeah. you want to take a skate with me and she's mm. like 
I'm going to take a ride on it's this. It's literally that thing like, where, like being forced to be polite, like I'd be rude to say no. Like, yeah, we can go for a quick skate. Okay. Mm. Um, so they go skating off and like, you know, she's just sort of skating next mm. to him, not like the flirtatious skate. Mm. I mean, he's really forced. It's a flirtatious skate. But, you know. <laughs> oh, well, this sliding. is the thing, guys. I went skating and I nearly died. It was terrifying. <laughs> so scary um so i was like everyone talks about like skating being like a really romantic cute like first date and i was like this is not cute it's not romantic this is terrifying <laughs> this is terrible i'm not having a good time no, but very scary want to cry yeah very scary um so he's really forward and keeps going on about how um she was missed last night and um, she's kind of like skating next to him like i'm sure it was perfectly good party without me um and he's also asking like do you fancy winkler then which is also just a bit like it's like it's none of your fucking business none of your business have some tact and some class yeah but this is what she says she's like it's none of your business and he's like well it is my business because i want a wife and i think you're fit well fuck off well, i don't want to be your wife winkle your or no winkle yeah so yeah classic oh the classic odd my winkle penis. me this fuck off <laughs> fuck off <laughs> my penis is more important than your feelings yeah my, of course it is so he's badgering her and being gross like oh i'd cover you in jewels and nothing else um, <laughs> well i like being covered in jizz <laughs> well it's jizz not jewels so <laughs> that's why i like winkle <laughs> Wink, winkle <laughs> so anyway mr winkler sees this going on and heads over to interview mm. Um, he hears her at the last remark from Manville. I would drape you in silks and diamonds and little else. Yeah. Um, and this is, and in a truly British way, response, yours is, isn't an appropriate conversation, sir. No. <laughs> Not appropriate conversation. No, I'm a winkle. I'm a winkle. So they start having a heated discussion. And George. I love how you bother. They start having a heated argument. We'll have a chat. <laughs> but yeah. And so yeah, and so it's all getting very heated apparently. Um, as the tension starts to begin, and um, and they inform Manville should always talk to the lady, and he informs him that so informs Manville we should always talk to the lady's father before the lady in question. After all, women are too silly to make their own decisions. Um, not too silly. So this is how it's to be, Winkler. Do you think your little vicarage can compete with my wealth? Rude. Um, that's what Mandel says. Georgiana notices this all going on and she's like to Edward, like, I think Kitty could use some assistance. Mm. Um, so he goes over and he's like, What the bloody hell is going on here? <laughs> Before he says that though, mm. he's like, Oh gosh, you're right, Georgiana. I'll go and sort it out. Stay here, sweetling. 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 Oh. Sweetling. Eh? Sweetling's <laughs> fucking everywhere. Sweetling. 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 Do you know how he said it? Did he rasp it? Probably. Sweetling. Well, um, anyway, so they tell Manville to stop trying to take the lady's innocence. And he is a bit like, Manville, she's a sweetling. She's a sweetling. And it, I mean, it's, I see, like, he is being gross and pervy, so I am completely on the other side by being like, can you fuck mm. off? She's not interested in you. Yeah. But at the same time, they're like, you're robbing her innocence. And he's like, I didn't fucking do anything. I just, I made a group remark. With yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. You might as well have raped her in the red. Literally, like, like, mm. like, you're giving her crude thoughts. She'll be damaged goods by afternoon. Exactly. Like, so much damaged goods. It's so fucking messy. You're up. making me fancy her less. Literally, like, she looks less pretty next to you. Sure, sure. <laughs> anyway, Manville goes off and the two happy pairs go off again. I want Winkler just to, like, fucking stamp his foot in, like, a hole in the um, ice and just send Manville there. And just like, how would you like them apples? Hey, that's a high snow, Manville. <laughs> that would be very Mr. Winklery. <laughs> You've been winkled. <laughs> You've been winkled. <laughs> And now I'm picturing Winkle, Mr. Winkler as um, one of the Mitchell brothers. Yeah, but still with the vicar's collar. Of course. You've been Winkled. You've been Winkled. Is that one called a Winkler? He <laughs> <laughs> just comes out like, well, oh, who's going to get Winkled today then? <laughs> You're going the right way for a Winkling. <laughs> I need an adult. Leave this to me, sweetling. This man needs Winkling. <laughs> that should be on our merch. <laughs> Leave this to me, sweetling. This man needs a winkling. <laughs> I want that on a t-shirt. Christmas is around the corner, guys. I'd like it on a t-shirt. Um, so anyway, they go off skating again. And um, <clears throat> so Edward is like kind of skating and he's kind of like putting Georgiana along with him like a bit angry. And she's a bit like, can you calm the fuck down? Like, I haven't done anything. Yeah, it's not and my fucking problem. he's like, oh yeah, sorry. I was taking my, sorry, sorry. All right. 
I was taking my anchor out on you. <laughs> he huskily replies. Huskily. Mate, he didn't rasp. Um, huskily. It's like a dog. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm taking my no anchor out. Yes. No. I was taking my anchor out on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how he does it. Um, so, I don't know why they started fucking filler in this book, which doesn't do anything. Mm. So, Lizzie and Darcy end up staying the night at Darcy's uncle's house, as it's a bit closer than Pembley, and it's a bit far to go to Pembley that night. Um, Sounds sensible. But um, he's not there because he's gone off to see his new grandchild being born. You remember Lady Catherine had went to stay yes. Christmas there. So they've turned up and the servants are like, oh yeah, no worries, we'll just make a bed up for you. So they spend the night there and then they go to, work, uh, go to Pembley the Can next day. Can you imagine you're the servants and you thought you had like, you know, the big stately home. I mean, there's a whole thing about propriety. So I imagine there's like a senior servant who's like, we, you know, must keep things and be very respectful and everything. But you imagine just rocking up, like drinking the wine, like, fuck, what do you want? <laughs> well, no, because that's the thing. He's sort of like, and will you be wanting dinner and things? And they're like, oh, we just like some like, you know, bread and butter and some tea. And he's like, thank fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think I can handle that. I think a dinner is a little beyond us at this point. <laughs> like, can we start the stove? No, it's not going to be safe. <laughs> no, okay. We are pretty drunk. <laughs> uh, maybe those things are like, some dinner I could do with some dinner they're fucked yeah fair enough yeah you know bread and tea is fine it's fine it's fine and we can pour the tea ourselves yeah could, could you boil the kettle yourself I think not fuck okay fuck okay give me a minute <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you, when you stay home for a, like pre's but the people come back out and you're like all right all right all right we will have cheese toasty but I'm gonna lose some fingers in the process yeah. sit yourselves down and wait and wait I need I burned my fingers so often making cheese toasties after a night out I'd more, I think I was okay on that. No, I was all right. I'd probably like, cut terribly, my finger before but... more than burn. I just burn myself. I, to be honest, I do myself more mischiefs cooking when sober. Yeah, I have mm. twin burns on my arms. Oh, from what are they called? <laughs> <laughs> that one's kind of faded, but you can see them a bit. Yeah, that one's quite big. Um, and there's from doing getting stuff out of the oven and just always catching it in the exact same place. In fact, I have twin ones like, do not learn. Like, Katie's trying to pretend that she's not posh. It's not an oven, is it, Katie? It's an oven. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's so hot. It's an oven. It's always on. It's always on and it burns you. It burns you and that's what happens when you're posh and you can recognise other poshos from their argon burns. <laughs> Do you even have argon burns, right? <laughs> yeah. Do you even burn <laughs> That's the mark of a true posh. Exactly. Um, so, that storyline, I mean, it added quite a lot to us because it's quite entertaining. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, did you have like a word quoted to fill? Like, uh, yes. I, I don't did. know. I feel like either, I, I admit I am not a writer by any stretch, mm. but I feel like, you know, either points in a story that you're writing should either drive the narrative forward mm. or be fun, whimsical, like bright characters. They might yeah. not drive the story forward, but they add flavour. That's just... That's just filler. That's just filler. That's like, just sandwich spread. <laughs> that's not even butter. That's just that is just like you know bog standard margarine. Yeah, yeah, no. No, I thought like margarine is still serving a purpose. You don't know what sandwich spread is. No. Sandwich spread is it's kind of salad creamy, but it comes in a jar and it's got like bits of carrot. And... It like it wants to be coleslaw, but it's not. Yeah. Coleslaw. It's sandwich spread. That's straight up sandwich spread. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You wish you were coleslaw. Yeah. Um, if you had been like a whimsical aunt or something, that mm, could, have yeah. been, could have been a vibe. Being an OG. So they drive into Pemberley bright and early the next morning, and a large crowd gathers on the steps to welcome them. And Darcy jumps out of the carriage to help Lizzie out before she sees who's at the gates. Fitz! Oh my! She runs into her father's arms and is overjoyed to see everyone. How are you all here? It was Mr. Darcy's idea. Yeah. Rasped Mr. Bennet. Why Sorry. does everyone rasp? I thought rasping was the sexy talk time. Yeah, but I'm going to say, she's married a fucking dad, isn't she? Like, he's like, oh, I knew I liked the rasping from somewhere. Gross. Yeah. Also, why does no one hydrate? <laughs> I mean, the, people didn't start drinking water like us until, like, in the mid-2000s. Oh, I love water. Anyway, so Lizzie um, even says she's missed Mary, and she literally grabs me like, Mary, I've missed you so much. And she's like, and I, you, Lizzie. You marry literally. Her. Okay. <laughs> uh, they don't really go into saying hello to Jane overly, and I'm like, I feel that's more of a vibe. Jane's like a best friend. Yeah, maybe Jane was busy with twins. Oh, are the twins even there? The twins are never mentioned. They're just around somewhere. I wish she was with them. Um. Anyway, so they're all back, all back at Pemberley, all happy. Um, Miss Bingley straight up ignores Lizzie. Rude. She's just like, "Hello, Darcy. Um, it was rude of you not to be here when we all got here." And he's like, 
Yeah. Sorry, Miss really, Bingley, you can get the fuck out of my house. Literally. Like, she doesn't even acknowledge she's there. Got a horse in the stable. Won't waste a carriage on you. You can just fucking get on Literally. it and fuck off, love. So rude. And, like, uh, um, Mr. Bingley... Like, Someone's not getting any fucking pudding. Darcy's savage back, because she's like, he's like, oh, I didn't realise you'd be following your brother here for the holidays. If I'd known, I probably would have made you an invitation. So ah. basically, like, <laughs> didn't know you'd be here. <laughs> Like, you weren't invited, cuntface. Literally, so, mm. so rude. Like, I'm in your house. Like, say hello. Yeah, literally. Um, so Lady Catherine de Fuck enters, telling everyone. So basically, everyone's kind of being like, oh, Georgiana's done a brilliant job in your absence. Mm. Yeah. She's done so well. And um, Catherine de Fuck enters, being like, yes, she has. She has her mother's spirit and has finally done this place some good. Which is obviously a bit of shade. Mm. Um, and also, you were hating it the other day, I Catherine know, de literally. So Darcy's sort of like, Yes, I heard you were here. Um, yes, and I've definitely noticed... I mean, this is like... He says it again about how Lizzie reminds him of his mum, but you can see her more in this video. So I'm like, yes, and Lizzie, my wife, has been a wonderful hostess since my mother died and has really brought Pam Pemberley back to its grandeur and tutored Georgiana and helped her be the woman she is. Oh! Um, so, yeah, she's like, he's like, fuck you. Yep. Um, so, yeah, on the... I love all this happy family. is like, ah, oh, fuck you. Ah, fuck you. Fuck you. No, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. So, Catherine um, takes the head seat, um, which the should... Head. <laughs> I've had enough. Um, takes the head seat, which should have been taken by Lizzie. Shade. Because obviously it's all like... Catherine Bingley. No, no Catherine... Caroline. Sorry, Catherine, Catherine DeFuck. Yeah. Was, did her mum tell her? Or was she just stupid? Oh, no, that's that's Anne. Oh, sorry. So I'm, Catherine. Sorry, I just had a slight aneurysm. Right, with you. Anne. <laughs> um, set her on fire. How rude is that, though? I would just like, oh, sorry, your seat's here. Like, I mean, Lizzie's kind of just sort of like, I don't care. I've got my family around. Like, I don't care. So she Do you know of, what? Mm. You need a housekeeper that's on it that knows she's going to do that. You need Mrs. Danvers. She's put a whoopee cushion there. <laughs> <laughs> she put one of those, like, eat my shit pads there. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, you seem to have styled yourself. Can I assist you in getting cleaned up? Yeah. And then just lock her in the bathroom. Well, you know what? Just like, yeah, Mrs. Danvers would do it, right? Of being mm. like, oh, I'm so sorry, madame. That's actually reserved for the lady of the house. Yeah. But do it so politely, you know? So mm. it's like... And then it's just on mm. you. Yeah, yeah, it is. You need Mrs. Danvers. Mm-hmm. I know she's a bad egg, but damn. <laughs> damn. Well, girl knew how to throw a party. <laughs> she knew how to organise a household. She knew what was up. So anyway, they get past it. Lizzie is chill because she's got her family. Yeah. Um, and it's the evening and it's Christmas Eve, so it's so exciting. Now, don't you think Christmas Eve is the time you should be excited about Christmas and what you're going to do on Christmas? It's very exciting. Yeah. No. Lizzie's worried. She's worried because... um. Christmas this year falls on a Sunday, and what if the um, the festivities of the day detract from the religious symbolism on Sunday? Well, seeing as it's a religious fucking holiday, love. Also, does this sound like the sort of thing that Elizabeth Bennet is likely to be worried about? No, it fucking doesn't. It doesn't. It does doesn't. It. Also, Lizzie most does people go to church. Do I say They're most? going to church. I They're literally on their way. Some people go to church on Christmas Day, regardless of what day it is. You, you're already there, love. Aren't you lucky? Like, it's so annoying. It's like, what do you mean? Like, no, she didn't. Like, like <gasps> if anything, if Christmas wasn't on a Sunday, it might not be as religious as the Lord intendeth in your Literally. eyes. Literally. Like, and it's just like, no, she didn't. Like, Lizzie has got bigger problems to worry about, you know? Like, she does not care. Liar. Author's a liar. You're a liar. Um, but she's, anyway, liar. she's determined to attend Midnight Murder Mass. Um, uh, no, she's not, but it's going to be a murder mass. It's going to be a murder For anyone who hasn't seen Midnight Mass on Netflix, I'd recommend. It's Midnight Murder Mass. Mm-hmm. Um, spoilers. Um, for Christ. Um, so oh, she also has gotten more religious now because she thinks God will spare their baby. Blah. Yeah, whatever. She's like, um, look, I gotta go to church. I just, you know, the Mary and Joseph thing, a little bit weird. I'm getting like, you know, signs that we have to be very pious, and you know, I've lost a couple, so would it kill you to go to church? Fair. Um, okay. <laughs> God. God. Sounds like a great dude, though. Worship me, or I'll kill your kids. Yeah. <laughs> and so you'll go to midnight murder mass and mm. Winkler banter. Um, it's actually midnight mass. It's like midnight mass. Yeah. Oh, well, well done. Um, need to live as a Boring sermon, obviously. Um, realistic. Realistic. But again, in like the TV show or something, you know, they'd be like, we sit down to church and now we'll skip that and go back to the interesting yeah. no, sing Love, here. love, love. Marshall, that wasn't religious. Bra- that was them bra- getting married bra- 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 in love, actually. Uh, religious. Love, 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 love. There's nothing you can do that can't be done. Are those the lyrics? Because is he just undermining her? Like, nothing you do is special. There's nothing. You can't. 
I don't know. Do you need a dick? <laughs> All you need is love. Ba, ba, ba. Because you're not good enough on your own. Ba, 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 ba. Oh. All you need is love. love. So give up on everything love else. Well. Just get a dick. There's nothing you can do that can't be done. Hey. Nothing you can sing that can't be sung. Hey. Nothing you can say... But you can learn how to play the game. It's easy. Nothing you can make that can't be made. No one you can save that can't be saved. <laughs> Nothing you can do. You can learn how to be you in time. It's easy. So, you? sorry, everything you do is entirely inconsequential unless you have romantic, like, heterosexual yeah. relationship. There's nothing you can know that isn't known. Rude. Yeah. Nothing you can see that isn't shown. There's nowhere you can be that isn't where you're meant to be. Okay. And then love, love, love. That's it. Then it's all just love. Love is all you need. That's weak songwriting, John Lennon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not impressed. Weak. And rude. <laughs> I actually think we're very, we are of consequence. Thanks. you. nothing you can say that can't be, there's nothing you can do that can't be done. Like, I actually make really Good brownies. Yeah. So, fuck it. So imagine that like on Christmas Day. Nothing you can do that can't be... Well, you fucking put it together then, John. This took ages. Literally like, sorry, are you telling me you can make an entire roast, sweetheart? Do you know how the dishwasher works? <laughs> anyway, rude. Rude. Um, so anyway, that happens. Now, anyway, back at Pembley, Darcy asks Catherine de Blurg um, why she turned up here and isn't too satisfied with her telling him that she wanted to rekindle their relationship but she's still being really cold towards Lizzie. So he's like... Funny way to go about it, bitch tits. What are you going to do? Anyway, Lizzie chats to Georgiana and she finds out that she digs Edward and that Kitty and Wink are totally heading it off. (laughs) Give her the gas. Literally, she's like, fair sister. I've been away a little while. She's been going down. Dish that tea. (laughs) Um, So she dishes the tea. And she's like, but I don't know if Edward likes me. And then she tells the story like, there's this bit earlier on when um, Edward's basically weighing up like being like, can I fuck her though? <laughs> um, in the jury, in the like, will I be arrested or you know, will outcast? I, will it be nice though? Mm. Mm. And mm. they and she finds him in like the um the ballroom and she's like, oh Edward, I wanted to uh, thank you personally for organising the the skating. I had a great time. I see and, you in the ballroom. Ever done a balling in the ballroom? And they have like a silent little dance together. And it's yeah. meant to be like really magic and beautiful. Are they and holding then, each other? Just opposite each other? Just like. <laughs> no, it was like from a romantic love. Yeah. like all entwined and everything. And then they're like hugging and then they're like yeah. very nearly kissing. He's like, hey man, let's go. Sort of my bear now. Must go, cousin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, so they have a moment. Um, and so Georgiana's telling Lizzie about that. But she's like, but then he like left and like, you know, we really thought we were getting somewhere. There's all these little moments, but then it just never seems to quite happen. And um, Lizzie's like, well. Kitty's hung mistletoe in every single room. Tomorrow is Christmas, Georgiana. I'd catch him under some. Lizzie, you're gonna start a fight. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna start a fight. Uh, <laughs> I just can't get over the fact they're cousins, but I know we have to dispel that in this I time. Know, yeah, and also he's like 12 years older than her. Like, dispel this in this time. No, I don't want to dispel this no, this no, time. Lizzie, stop being a fucking weirdo. I know. Festive and cheeky and gross and creepy. Um, but he's rich. He's just so terribly rich. He's not even. He's not, he's not a patch on Darcy. Whatever he is. Yeah. Darcy owns half the fucking country. Yeah, I mean, if she wants to have good connections. Like, I mean, obviously she's a woman, so she has to marry because mm. she's a twat. Um, but Lizzie and Jane, I thought the whole thing is they've done so well now. That the well, Georgiana day. isn't. Georgiana's Darcy's sister. Oh, well, she's, yeah, she's part of she's fine. That's the thing, she's like, I don't want a season. Like, I don't, Mm. like, she's like, look, if I ain't marrying Edward, I'm gonna get married. Yeah, like, I will marry for love. Yeah. Um, So anyway, they all go to bed on Christmas Eve. Now, I always kind of thought that, you know, this spit would start, like, waking up Christmas morning when everyone would be really exciting. crisp chill in the air. Yeah, really exciting. Um, Do you know, know how they start Christmas morning? The smell of sausages. It opens with them being in church. It just came from the bloody church. I do not care about the fucking church. So Fuck on a snowball. Literally. So they're all in church and Winkler's delivering another sermon. Oh, Winkler um, fucking loves it. I know. And this one, he's like, I'd like to dedicate to the mothers. Include, I mean... I was the whole thing of like, and those 
who have born children and lost children. Yeah. And Lizzie's like, he's talking to me. <laughs> My God, this sermon's about me. <laughs> me. I mean, obviously that's very sad. And like, obviously it's an important message mothers. to put out. Yeah. But do you have to put it out through the eyes of God all the time, being like, mm. he meant you to lose your child and be <gasps> depressed. Like, it's just... <laughs> he looked at I mean? you and he thought, dickhead, she needs to be taken down a peg or two. Literally, it just annoys me. Like, and he thought, Lizzie Bennett in the original book, she'd never be like, let's make sure we get to the church on uh, on Christmas Day. I'm going to fucking change that. Yeah. <laughs> Lizzie Bennett would not care. <laughs> Old Lizzie. Lizzie Bennett has been through it. Like, oh, what if the festivities ruin the religious occasions? As in. <laughs> that bit irritated me. She's been a beaten woman. Literally. So anyway, I haven't gone massively into the storyline until now, but Edward's lieutenant, um, Roman and Anne have been hitting off a wee bit and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, so everyone's got to get shacked up here. Everyone's got to get shacked up here. So they're back at the house now, and he kind of like, he says to her being like, I like you. They're, oh yeah, but they're really weird as well, because they both kind of like have agreed to themselves like, I don't really fancy fancy them, but I kind of need to get hitched and I'm on the shelf, so I guess oh, I'll do. Another, sorry, what's her name? Charlotte Lucas. Literally. I mean, they they at least do actually like each other and they do acknowledge each other and they're like, I think our love, our relationship could grow into love and I'd like to try. Romantic. <laughs> I know. Romantic. Yeah. That's all anyone can walk for, kid. That's all I can walk for. Anyway, so Roman I asks, don't hate you. Well, I don't want to kill you on size, so yeah. it's about as good as I'm going to get. Yeah. Um, what terrible way to start life like I think I could maybe learn to love you I don't know I don't, I don't know, know really. I've only known you five days yeah yeah like, like yeah but well, should we get married that's yeah. impossible and maybe yeah. have kids yeah okay yeah, yeah. right idea anyway Roman asks Anne to be his wife and she knew and she's like oh gosh so he's like oh crap like yeah. um and she's like do you need to lie down so he like quickly like takes her into um the like next room over and like sits mm. down so he's like sorry and she's like so it's meant to be something nice it's meant to be, i'm sorry i was meant to be nice mm. um but she's like no no it's okay <laughs> um but yes but my mother will probably say no because she's a dick <laughs> and they're like oh this is true and so earlier he'd gone to darcy and edward and basically been like do you think Lady Catherine will let me marry her daughter? And they've basically been like, Yeah! No. Oh, yeah. Why don't you go ask? It would distract and it would be really funny. Assholes. Uh, yeah, literal assholes. They're like, yeah, if you want to, go do it. As long as you actually genuinely do like Anne. Like, don't be hurting Anne. Like, genuinely don't hurt Anne. Just wait for her mum to hurt her. Yeah. Um, but they're like... One of them, sorry, Danvers would be on this. So many other narratives of different books would be on this. Need to go in and do the legwork and be like, you know, that Roman, he's really up and coming. Or that one, he's a really nice man. And blah, 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 blah. So they, she, he doesn't come in cold. Yeah, this is the thing. And they just don't. And then everyone's like, when they when they sent him out, they're like, was that a bit mean? Yeah, but it'd be funny. Yeah, Assholes! <laughs> funny. <laughs> 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 well, I marry your daughter. What? They're like Edward's motive is like, like, well, this will distract from me getting with Georgiana. Selfish cunt. So selfish. And he's like, and Darcy's like, maybe you'll take the heat off Elizabeth a bit, like, because he's like, I mean, Elizabeth, selfish. Is selfish. I mean, Elizabeth isn't doesn't deserve to get shot on by Lady Catherine, but still, no. um, yeah, not fair. Um, so they we agree. Still ask her to leave, and then you know, stage an unfortunate oh, accident. No, literally. So they agree. So they agree they'd like to get married, but are afraid to ask Lady Catherine to fuck. At that moment, the door starts to open, and Anne grabs him and shoves her tongue down his throat. <gasps> Anne Catherine de Bourgh, what do you think you're doing? Barks Lady Catherine de Fudge. Ooh. Ooh, sorry, I forgot to respond. Oh, That's drama. I know. Is he still in the church? No, no. they went home. Oh, went home. Um, cool. I skipped over the church because it was really boring. Yeah, fair um, Luckily, Lizzie overhears um, like this big commotion, so she kind of steps in and like quickly puts two and two together. And so she's like, right, okay. And she's like, four. I mean, right, okay. Four. <laughs> what? Nothing. Let's <laughs> just put two and two together. What? Two and two together. That should be a line in a, like the play that goes wrong. Yeah. Four. <laughs> Sorry, just put two and two together. <laughs> I like that. Um, so she comes in, quickly assesses, assesses the situation. She's like, Catherine, Catherine, Lady Catherine, can I get you a drink at all? And she's like, I do. I'm not sure a woman who succumbs to nurse. And she's like, didn't you are because you're freaking out yeah um, but anyway it would make me feel better if you had a drink mm-hmm. and get her a fucking drunk yeah and Roman's like okay and brings yep. a drink 
And um, then Darcy sticks his head around and he's like, is everything okay in here? And, like, and Lizzie's like, yeah, I've got it sorted. Could you take these two out and I'll talk to your aunt? Go. Ooh. And he's like, she's brave. Yeah, and he's like, are you sure? And she's like, mm-hmm, go. And she's like, okay, out you two. And they go scurrying out like, you know, scared school children. Yeah. And then he's outside like, what did you do? He's like, And Roman's like, I'd be mad, but she started. <laughs> I'm not mad because I got next, but um, well, she no, next me. He's like, look, this doesn't go through people. She's going to be like, you know, considered like tainted. Mm. They're going to say it was my fault. She started. I mean, I, I like her. I'd like to marry her. But I'm just mm. saying. No, I mean, I like you. I like you. I, cheers. <laughs> I do like you. But if it goes down that I started this and I like, you know, took your innocence or whatever. Took your honor. I took your honor, yeah. You started it. <laughs> you gave me your honour. Yeah. So he's like, I just want to put the ground rules out there that she started it. And like, Liz is, and, um, and like, to be fair, I did start it. I recognised my mum's footsteps on the stairs. I was like, well, might as well get started. Lol. <laughs> like, for about piss my mum off. Was I wrong? Was I wrong? It's <laughs> like, she'll never let me marry him just like on the off chance. However, she thinks she, he's like, defaced me. Let me mind. It's like, I'm a very difficult relationship, I know. Welcome to the family. <laughs> <laughs> and I am barrel of laughs. Um, so Lizzie and Lady Catherine are having a long chat. And basically Lizzie's sort of like, so basically it's a good thing that they could get engaged. And she's like, no, I'll lose my daughter forever. This is terrible. Oh, fuck off. And it's she's not like, all about you. Like, it's not all about you. She's like trying to like be like, well, the thing is, just, she's basically like, so either I lose my daughter by choice or have her taken away from me. And she's like, well, no. Because if you don't allow it and like Anne's depressed, then you'll lose your daughter. But the chances are they'll actually come and live with you both at Rosings Park. And then you'll get to meet your grandchildren and live with them. You won't lose your daughter that way. It's actually the only way you can keep your daughter. And she's like, hmm. And she's like, mm, don't know how I feel about this. And she's like, you know, Darcy will support Anne with whatever she can. He really likes Rome and he thinks he's a good guy. And then Lady Catherine's like, no, so you mean like Darcy would usurp my honour and go behind my back to allow them to marry? She's like, no, I'm saying you trust what Darcy says and he'd respect and care for Anne and Anne's wishes. This takes a lot of energy talking to Catherine to put. All I'm yeah. just saying is that I'm sure, like, laudanum and, like, arsenic are available. Just for Literally. Mm. Well, wait for it. So, Lizzie's basically like, would you not like to know your grandchildren when they come? And she's basically like, I will never know any of Georgiana's or Darcy's children that could have been, like, basically kind of acknowledging that she knows she's had miscarriages. Been, like, a kind of offhand way, which is, like, Lizzie's a bit, like, rude. <laughs> um, I thought she was going to be like, for I am dying, child. Oh, when you see? Yeah. What? She is. She's oh. dying. Oh, um, that's the thing, like, she, and then Lizzie starts crying, it's funny. Um, she's yeah. like, because she, she's like, I'll never meet my grandchildren. Lizzie's like, you will. Yeah. Why wouldn't you meet grandchildren while I'm dying? Oh. How do you know? Lizzie's like, she's literally like, that's not funny. Catherine's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you should have seen your fucking face. <laughs> like, I mean, it was, mm. but, but yeah, Lizzie's like, that's not funny. Mm. And it's, that's not very Christmas. That wasn't very Sorry. Christmassy lady to fuck. Won't do it, but how funny it would be if I called you all out. Because Katie's going down to our parents for Christmas, like, so I called you on Christmas Day and told you all I was done. <laughs> <laughs> no, Marsha, no. <laughs> that wasn't very Christmassy. Um, but yeah, and so Lizzie's like, what do you mean? She's like, "There's, I've got a um, lump in my stomach that's growing and the doctor's can't you're do pregnant? it. pregnant? No, no. That's <laughs> no, a tumour. Like, mm. And she's like, so you're in a lot of pain? She's like, I'm in constant discomfort, but it's not painful yet, but I have months. And the only thing they can give me is like mild painkillers and I will die. And so Lizzie's been like, so that's why you came back because you wanted Anne to be involved in the family so Anne didn't be on her own. She's like, mm-hmm. And, she's like, and Lizzie's like, why didn't you tell him? She's like, because I will not have pity. And she's like, okay. Would you like to pull a Christmas cracker? <laughs> yeah, so basically Lizzie's like, okay, I won't tell anyone. I will keep your secret. If you're going to die... Anne needs someone. She's going to need some support. And mm-hmm. Roman will be there for her. And also, kind of sounds like you've got no foot to stand on. You're yeah. dying anyway. Yeah. Um, so it's Have a mince pie and chill the fuck out. Yeah, calm down. Why are you so grumpy? <laughs> I'm dying. Fair. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Have a mince pie. Calm down. <clears throat> so, Lizzie has managed to convince... Lady Catherine to accept this proposal and she saved Christmas. And Lady Catherine kind of likes Lizzie now. If Lady Catherine succumbs like the next day, everyone's going to think Lizzie was involved somehow. They'll be like, you threatened her and now she's dead. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Now I'm going to wrap this up soon because I'm going to be honest here. 
I did not realise this was Christmas Day. I thought this was all still Christmas Eve because they glance over it so much. <laughs> it was only when it got to Boxing Day, I was like, sorry, did we skip the most important day? Yeah. But there is so one other thing. It's very Christmassy though. Like, you think it's Christmas Day and there's a fucking family argument. And yeah. You're like, is that really our fucking Christmas? We've got another Christmas argument coming up. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, Georgiana's caught Edward under the mistletoe. And who should walk in on them necking? Only Darcy. And Darcy's like, excuse me, what the fuck's going on? Lol. And he's like, I think we should all have a meeting in my office immediately. Let's throw some fucking punches. No. So, literally, Darcy has a sword. <laughs> I suggest we duel, sir. Literally. So, Elizabeth is like... Darcy can't the fuck down, mm. you silly sausage. <laughs> and um, so Darcy, like, Elizabeth kind of comes in and is like, Darcy, let's go to your office now and calm down. Yeah. And then she's like, you two should... fucks totally yeah. And then she's like, you two should probably follow, but wait a minute. Yeah. Um, so you take Georgiana in. And Sorry, I... but why is Lizzie? She's pregnant. She's had miscarriages before, being a fucking babysitter for everyone. Because she's the woman. Yeah. And everyone else is pathetic. And they're like, and who runs Pemberley? Oh, it's Darcy. Fuck off, is it? Darcy is very acknowledging of the fact that he's like, Look, you are Pemberley's heart and soul. Without you, we know little There you go. I did yeah. not understand what you said, but I got this. Yeah, well, that's Darcy's sort of like, I don't know. Yeah. Did you see me trying to propose to you, Lizzie? I told you I hated your family. <laughs> Clearly, I don't know. I don't know what I'm fucking doing, Lizzie. <laughs> um, so, yeah. They go and have like a little chat with Georgiana. And Georgiana is basically like, I've always been in love with Edward. Like, I love him, Daddy. I love him. I love him, and I won't ever let him go. <laughs> um, and she's and Edward. No, Daddy, no. Sorry. <laughs> no, Daddy, Daddy, I love him. <laughs> You're sixteen years old. And you are a child. He's twelve years older than you. <laughs> Georgiana, I like him. Oh, the person who does the voice for Georgiana is so. The Georgiana is quite an accomplished, like together woman, but she makes her sound like. Oh, Ariel. <laughs> literally. She's literally Ariel. She's 19. Um, so she's basically like, I don't want to season, I just want to marry Edward. And Darcy's like, the fuck is going on here? Like, you can't be shacking up. Like, what the hell? Wait, am I having a literal stroke, Georgiana? And then she's like, no, like, what the hell? Get, get Edward in here. Yeah. And so Edward comes in. You leave like, you in charge for one week. <laughs> literally. Like, leave you in charge for one week. I'm pregnant. <laughs> I'm not pregnant. <laughs> How's he get? It's like get pregnant, right, Lizzie? No. No. Oh. 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 Every day's a school day. <laughs> <laughs> so Edward comes in and is kind of like hiding behind Georgiana because Darcy still has a sword. Out. <laughs> gonna run me through because I haven't decided yet I haven't decided yet I might (laughs) what is this I hear but you're shacking up with my little sister like Hmm. fit (laughs) fit Fit. related kind of a vibe (laughs) quite a lot younger I'm a bastard (laughs) I'm Edward (laughs) I'm disgusting I chase under after younger cousins and hide behind them when older cousins have swords (laughs) basically what he does yeah and um but it's only the fact that Georgiana is famous sort of like I don't want to see and I love Edward and he's like and Edward do you feel the same he's like <laughs> I do I really do I really love Georgiana he's like and you're not going to swan off back to the um back to the Americas back to fight your wars you're going to stay here and look mm-hmm. after her and be a good husband he's like I promise over he's like he's like I promise but they have slaves over there man I mean some things you know are bigger than our own problems and we have to fight for the justice of all no we're conservatives <laughs> like, no we're conservatives and that's my sister <laughs> Stay here. Stay here. Rich. I have a sword. Be rich. Enjoy. Do wonderful Christmas lights and get a black rabbit. Get a black rabbit. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yes, as the conservatives do. Um, and have wine and cheese and call it a goddamn work meeting. So it ends Christmas with two proposals: mm. Roman and Anna shacking up, mm. and Georgiana and. Edward are shacking up as well. And so they all go to bed on Christmas night. Also, Elizabeth bought um, Darcy a new pony. Literally. Oh, nice. That's nice. It's, nice. Uh, it's a very nice horse. Yeah, yeah very nice. <laughs> it's very nice. Just so, for like riding? Yeah, well, it's, a, it's a very fan. You know, like, do you remember in um, Jamaica Rim when they had like, the squire had a horse, but it was nice. It was horse. a nice horse. And yeah. yeah, it was practical, but it was yeah. a nice horse. Nice like, everyone horse. turns and is like, that's a nice horse. It's, it's like a that. Nice horse. It's a nice horse. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. So yeah, Lizzie saved Christmas. Well done, Lizzie. Well done. Well done. Well done, Lizzie. Well done, Lizzie. Put your feet up now. Yeah, she's like, do you want to get down to bed? No, Darcy, I'm exhausted. No, no, no. I think there might be, you know, a reoccurring pattern why I keep having problems with these pregnancies. Like, stressful. Yeah. But you can fuck off. Also, she, like, Darcy isn't entirely vibing Winkler and um, Kitty getting together either. 
What's he want to do with you, Darcy? Because Winkler works for him and Kitty's like his... Oh, Kitty's sister-in-law, yeah, yeah. That's like connection. And there's like this whole thing about like, oh, well, if Kitty marries before... Georgiana apparently that'll make Georgiana look less sexy I don't know but now who gives a fuck Georgiana doesn't give a fuck she's got Edward well yeah this kind of conversation happened before but he's, he's still being a bit like I don't know people might not like it and like, oh who gives a fuck you can't live your life for other people Darcy you found that out in the first book Darcy when you were doing that and you went away so you'd stop fancying Lizzie and how did that turn out you're both miserable and now you're married literally basically what Lizzie says and he's like yeah. I'll think about it. Oh, <laughs> I am a man. I must think. But we come back to the fact that I'm right. Literally, I, but I must reach these conclusions on my own in my manly way. <laughs> Whilst me and Ross had an argument. And um, it was like, well, I just didn't think... No, that's just it, Ross. You think that I'm wrong and that you're right. And then we go around the fucking houses and we always come back to the inevitable fact that I'm right. Literally. So can we just skip to the end and go to the fact that I'm right? <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> Literally, Lizzie, she's like, I've had enough, Darcy. I'm very pregnant. I'm very tired. Yeah. <laughs> come to bed. Oh, shit. What are they doing? Twice. Um, <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. And that was Christmas at Pemberley. That was Christmas at Pemberley. Yeah. If you're thinking, where was the Christmas festivities? Where well, I got lost in all the family arguments, like everyone's Christmas. <laughs> Literally. And twist. There's going to be another episode because there there's more is. to come. There's some lens to tie up and there's some... Dr- there is going to be some drama in there. This is this is where it comes to a point next episode. Ooh. So, you know in that like bleak time between Christmas and New Year's where yeah. no one really knows what's happening in? You guys are lucky because there's going to be another whacker of an episode out <laughs> just for you lads. Woo! And we'll find out all the dramas that go on. Who's getting married? Who's getting laid? Who's going to live to see New Year's Day? That was quite good. Yeah, that was quite good. <laughs> It might not be all of them. Oh, maybe it will. Ooh! Oh, maybe the fuck's gonna die. Maybe she'll keel over like a big old pheasant. And that's how we'll remember you as a big pheasant. (laughs) Have a good Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye. For fuck's sake. Bye.